You're listening to episode number 472 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas, including 29 episodes of Vintage Vegas, 44 anti-ups, 84 Vegas cocktails, and lots more with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. I moved into my new office today. Yes. That's right. I mean, it's not 100%. Like, I, they're still bringing over, like, my monitors and stuff. But um, I've got my key fob so I can get in. It was really cool because we walked. There's a, a Greek restaurant just right across the street. So, you know, place the order online, walk over, pick up your lunch, walk back to the, the office. It's it's really cool. It's, it's going to be nice once everything's completely done. They should be finishing up all the moving it's, of the equipment. I'm, I'm looking hardware. forward to when it's warm out because that, then I feel like we'll actually do things around there. Yeah, you'll just Uber down and meet yeah. me after work, and yeah, and it. I tell you what, when they're making the donuts, it smells really good in there. <laughs> <laughs> and you, I can literally like walk into the production line and just pick up a donut off the rack, and there you go. So I might oh gain. Oh my god! Yeah, I might gain oh. a few pounds here pretty soon, gonna, but. <laughs> it's awesome. I was just to say, well, I would be eight hundred pounds yeah. <laughs> in about six months working there. Exactly. Oh. But Very cool. And to jog my memory, you're down in the Arts District area, yes? Yes. Yep. Ah, what an amazing area to be in. It's really it's, and truly, what an amazing area to be it's in. It's very fun. There's, I mean, there's still some quirks about it. Um, there, there are, <laughs> the, when they were painting the building on the outside, mm-hmm. um, apparently some um, a, a unhomed person uh, oh. decided to start a fire right at the base uh, or like around the foundation of the building. And, you know, it scorched the outside of the building. I mean, it's a brick building, so it didn't burn. But you're just sure. like, what the hell? Why would you do that? You can tell it was just freshly painted. And, uh, you know, it's just, so there's some weird things that you, you know, security. There's a, a gate up around the building, and um, our door's locked. You have to be buzzed in to get in. So there's that kind of stuff. But Did it used to be a dialysis plant? It used to be, okay. yes, when a, I a dialysis on, When center. I looked it up on uh, on maps, yeah, um, and I zoomed in on it, it that that's when I when it, it was highlighted. And I'm like, oh, what was that? And it was like, you know, Southern Nevada. Dialysis. Yeah, it used to be a dialysis center, and then after that, before we moved in, it was like the campaign headquarters for somebody that was running for office, mm-hmm. and the front of the building had a mural of this guy. Um, on the front of it, that's so not weird at all. Yeah, that's. Yeah, not I was weird. gonna say, tell me you, you have an ego without telling me you have an ego. Right. right. There's a mural and, of me. And they showed me a walkthrough that they did. Um, you know, when we first leased the building, and the colors inside this. You want to talk about 
it, like one room was bright pink, one was bright purple, one was like a, a neon green, like just crazy colors in this place. Um, so yeah, so now we, we painted over the guy up front and now there's a, a mural because it's the art district, right? So you've got to sure. have a mural. So there's donuts on the front of our building, um, yeah. which is, yeah, it's just fun. We actually had somebody, I was there the other day and apparently somebody was just strolling through the arts district and saw this building and so they actually walked because the entrance is on the side of the building it's not on the front so they, they walked into our parking lot and you know we're up to our door and they're like leaning against the glass like trying to look in and see, see what it was mm-hmm. they're like oh we're just trying to see what this place is so obviously a tourist who thought our building looked cool and we told them hey we're a donut factory and they uh they thought that was pretty neat so. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Very cool, Karen. Very cool. Congratulations. I, uh, You are going to eat and drink incredibly well. <laughs> yes, we will. With your new job. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. In Vegas history, three signs have been knocked down due to high winds. The first was the Silver Slipper in May of 1978. The second, in May of 1991, was Bob Stupak's Vegas World sign. And the third was the Hilton sign. The tallest freestanding sign in the world at 365 feet tall had the top portion of the sign collapse in July of 94. The incident caused designers to be questioned how a sign designed to withstand winds of over 100 miles per hour failed at 70 miles per hour. The sign was repaired, then totally replaced in 1997 with the sign they have today at Westgate the current tallest freestanding advertising sign in the world at 279 feet high. We got that from news3lv.com. I I went down some rabbit holes this week. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, guess what Mark is working on for the next Vintage Vegas segment? (laughs) That's great. Uh, Wasn't it um, Howard Hughes that was convinced that um, his competitors or the government or something was watching him from the Silver Sevens? From the Silver Slipper. Slipper. So maybe it wasn't the wind. Maybe maybe all the uh, cameras knocked the Silver Slipper over. Well, the problem with that, well, it is seventy eight. So no, no, he had he had he hadn't left yet. Yeah. See, maybe he wasn't crazy after all. There you go. The beautiful mind that tipped it over. All right, what about the Twit Pick of the Week, sir? When installed in 1967, the Frontier, formerly the last Frontier, and for a time, the new Frontier, was the tallest side in the world at 184 feet tall. It had its 16-foot-tall letters and a giant 30-foot-tall F logo resting at the top. The sign contained more than a mile of fluorescent tubing, a mile and a half of neon, and more than 23,000 light bulbs. In December of 2008, after the property had closed and was being prepared for new construction, Wynn paid to have the signage taken down for the opening of Encore across the street. This week, Atsuma Corp shared that moment in time. The Neon Museum sought to save portions of the sign, but exactly what they were able to retain from the pylon marquee is unknown. Hmm. Signs are interesting. (laughs) I'm sensing a theme already in this week's show. I think that I think that's the end of it. <laughs> it's, it's been it's been keeping my mind preoccupied. <laughs> I sure wish um, I sure wish that cameras would have cameras and cell phones would have been then what they are today because I I am remarkably uh, saddened that the only real images of the new frontier, old frontier, whatever frontier it was called, by the time it closed down 
are just simply um, snapshots of my in my mind mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> because I I I walked in at one time, played in the casino for I don't know 15 minutes, and I remember thinking, "Look, God, this place is sad," <laughs> and walked out. But I didn't appreciate it for for what it was at the time. Looking back on it right. now, I just think to myself, you know, even though it was, I would have been gosh. 30 at the time i still think oh you snot-nosed brat you didn't know what you had while you had it <laughs> yeah um, it's funny so it's funny you say that so um i've been uh analyzing signs left and right and one of the things that i find really really interesting is that when i look at the stardust sign i know it with the uh helvetica font the the very simple basic font that that stardust did that was the sign that I, that i saw when i first came to vegas so it's interesting to see the exact same sign um, with the electric jag font on it, the original. It's because I'm like I don't I don't know that sign. I mean, they, they it was painted differently. You know, it, it even the stars had different colors to them. It, it, it's just so fascinating that I'm looking at the exact same fucking sign, and the only difference is a paint job and and a font. Yeah, that's, oh, that's the difference cool. between being familiar and strange to me. Karen, <laughs> any thoughts before we close out? No. I mean, it's, right. it's, well, it's a retro picture, so I, I think that's cool. A snapshot cool. in historical it's, time. Yeah, but it's not a... Which all photographs are, but... <laughs> I don't look at it and go, ooh, pretty. Yeah. Well, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. Brought to you by stripwalking.com. For the ultimate customizable POV walking experience in Vegas, check out stripwalking.com. The book, Like an Onion, The Vegas Skim, is the most succinct telling of the mob's time in Vegas that we've ever read. It cuts through all the myths and gives you the details of organized crime's time in the city. It specifically focuses on how the mob stole money before it was reported as earnings to the IRS and how it worked until it didn't anymore. Learn how the mob controlled the entire operation with a single point man whose job it was to make sure that the skim ran as smoothly as possible. This masterpiece is a quick read and very much worth every moment you put into it. Like an Onion, The Vegas Skim is available now on Amazon.com. And we have some really fun, really neat 360 Vegas Vacation 14 updates. Yes, we are happy to announce that Pennies for Vegas and The Better Life are confirmed featured members of the 360 Vegas family meet and greet on Monday at 6 p.m. at Alto Bar at Caesars Palace. As a reminder, 360 Vegas Vacation 14 will be June 23rd through the 25th. You can find a link to all the details on the blog. That's 360VegasPodcast.com under the tab 360 Vegas Vacation. Those interested in joining us for Flight Club, RSVP soon. We have four spots left. Patreon subscribers, you alone have the ability to RSVP for another three weeks before it goes to general availability. Which the likelihood of that happening is getting slimmer and slimmer. Uh, frankly, Karen, I'm surprised there are still even three spots open. That's this is this is going to be probably one of the most um, 
exciting, enjoyable aspects of the Vegas yeah. vacation it's of so, the things that we that we're gonna do. Yeah, it's so interactive. That that's that's what's super fun about it. Like everybody's gonna get to participate, and everybody's cracking wise. That it's just it's it's just so much fun. It's hard to explain. I know it sounds like we're smoking darts. It's not. It's not it's darts. Not, darts is what you do in between all the fun things that you do. Yeah. Yeah. And even the yep. dart games are fun. I mean, yeah. you, you, once anybody you, once can you win. Get into like, it. you don't have to be a, a dart expert. I mean, as a matter of fact, we we tend to dislike them. That's going to be bad. And and rem- jog my memory. Did you mention, or does this still again come with the open bar like it did last year? Yes, sir, it yeah. does. Oh, this is you're gonna, friends. I assure you, you will be able to drink more than your money's worth. Oh, absolutely. Whatever it is, oh, yeah. Uh, to, for, for the ticket in the door. Yeah. So you're gonna, God. Okay. Uh, oof, this was not a pleasant story to have uh, read about. The Sphere CEO has been accused of sexual misconduct. Sphere CEO James Dolan was named in a lawsuit alongside Harvey Weinstein. That's always oh, that's a name you, yeah. you don't want to be associated with. Accusing sexual assault while Dolan's band JD and the Straight Shot <laughs> opened for the Eagles on tour. It sounds like made up band. Well, I guess they're all made up names, but that's an awful name. Yeah. The suite claims, or the suite, the suit claims that back in 2013, Dolan manipulated the victim on multiple occasions to the point, quote, she felt obligated to submit to sex with him. See, that's just that's just sad that anybody is ever has that feeling. I, I, I don't know how you get that feeling. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. Yeah. At some point, the situation became so unacceptable, the victim left the tour and returned home. Additionally, in 2014, Harvey Weinstein, describing himself as one of Dolan's best friends, forced himself upon the victim after she refused to do anything but give him a massage. Both experiences have impacted her ability to work as a massage therapist, citing instances of panic attacks before appointments. That seems justifiable. The victim is seeking an undisclosed amount of compensatory damages. Yikes! Yikes. That's, uh, I mean, just like I said just at the beginning, just the fact that his name is tagged yeah. along Harvey Weinstein's does not bode well. Well, no. it, well it, right, Karen, because doesn't it, and I, perhaps guilt by association, but doesn't it kind of sort of potentially lend a little bit more perhaps credibility to the to these allegations if that's who your BFF is? Yeah, right. Out with? Like, exactly. We know what he's been doing, so that's uh, that's not someone you would want to... Um, yeah, 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 absolutely. As you say, Karen, that's not you. Don't want your name and Harvey Weinstein's name to be. Uh, no, 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 you sentence. do not. No, you do not. I get that. That is unfortunate for that uh, poor woman. How about the false F one losses being reported? Recently, the impact small businesses around the F one track have been complaining they lost millions as a result and are currently requesting compensation. One of those businesses was Batista's Hole in the Wall and Stage Door Casino. They claim they lost about $5 million in revenue. However, at Champ Chaz 2 did some research on BuzzFile Pro, Zoom, and Company Check to discover that neither businesses make $5 million in a month, even combined. Stage Door gen- generates an estimated $1.7 million per year, and Hole in the Wall generates just under $1 million a year. While it isn't disputed that these businesses were negatively impacted, this information should all but crush any hopes these businesses had of garnering sympathy and therefore compensation from the city or state, if it's regarded. Um, I, have I, you guys I, been in 
Sorry, go ahead, Karen. Go ahead. I was. Gonna, I have thoughts, but I, you go ahead, Tony. Uh, um, so I'm going to ask a somewhat rhetorical question, but I do legitimately want to know the answer. Have you guys been to, um, in particular, Stage Door as of late? Because the wife and I went in there um, just before we had dinner reservations at Batista's Hole in the Wall a couple of years back, mm-hmm. and it was. Um, I think we went in just before our, our dinner reservation. I think we went in just after our dinner reservation. Both times we went in. It was um, it was a little scary in there. I mean, just yeah. you, you walk in and people looked at you like you don't belong here. And I thought I don't belong here. Right? <laughs> you are correct. It's like, I agree with you. Um, so I, I that I I don't believe that I don't believe them when they say they lost anything. So I think that the the sales revenue that they're referencing in this the one point seven and the one million mm-hmm. is not right. And, and if you look at the, what he linked to, it says they're estimated to generate. So they don't okay, know but for still, sure. We're talking about the difference between triple, you know, what, what this one thing is reporting that they make. I mean, that, that's that's really far off. It, it, it is. But I don't think it's that low. Mm. I mean, hell, an average McDonald's does close to three million a year. You mean to tell me that this place that's just off the strip that has this fantastic re- uh, reputation? It doesn't have a fantastic reputation. It's not oh, it a does. Piece, it's a, a, it's a must-do for so many people. Because it's one of the more inexpensive options. Like, you true, go to dinner true. and you get, like, a four-course, you know, Italian, you get, like, a salad, a, an entree, a dessert, and the house wine for one price. Bad, or maybe it was just unimpressive. I've, I've heard it's serviceable. I've never eaten there. But like I said, I, there's no way that this this restaurant, and it's always busy, so there's no way that that restaurant does half of what an average McDonald's does. There's no way. Um, so I I question those numbers now. Oh, you think they're overinflated? No, I think the I think the one point seven and the one million are too low. Okay. Because there's, like I said, there's no way that they do half of what an average McDonald's does. I still think you're missing the point. They said that they. That I they was lost. getting to that. Okay. I was getting to that. For them to say they have lost five million in the time span <laughs> when they started doing the construction for F1, uh-huh. I, I I don't necessarily agree with that either. Okay. Um, they could be talking about potential revenue, and sometimes when they file these things, they they try to extrapolate to say, well, this is what we would have done. They don't know what they would right, have done. Right, right. You know, they're, they're estimating it. So I... They were under the impression that these cars had to drive through a drive-through for, the, for their business. Well, like they, they were they probably... Were. I mean, what they <laughs> might have water. done... <laughs> Next time I can... That was excellent. That was excellent. <laughs> well done, Mark. Because Karen's like, well, I see your... Po- Wait a minute. <laughs> that was awesome. Well yeah. played, kids. All right, uh, let's roll into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces and noteworthy items. Prop bets is brought to you by Vegas Near Me. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me. It's available free on Android and iPhone. This is cool. This is new. Listen up, listen up, friends. Use the search term 360VV14 to get a listing of the properties we will be featuring at the 360 Vegas Vacation 14 events. How freaking cool is that? It's a great platform That's so to freaking, be a part I of. Love, it's fun. I love that. I love that so much. All right. All right. First off, uh, unions will begin recruiting 11,000 workers to build the high-speed Brightline Rail from Las Vegas to California. 
Before you get too excited, the project has only secured $3 billion of the $15 billion required to complete the project. The remainder is projected to be gotten from private investments. When you have to announce that the money is coming from private investments, are they still private? <laughs> well, yeah, because you're not announcing who's investing. Yeah, yeah but if, if you could have gotten the money already, you wouldn't have had to announce that you were going to get yeah. it from somebody that you can't... You can't disclose. We're getting it from the Hamburglar. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play the grand prize game. Well, and so stop and think about this. Like, who would, as a private investor, invest in this project? Elon Musk. That's what... <laughs> oh my God, you read my mind. <laughs> when you got him or Bill Gates, when you've got billions upon billions or fucking Zuckerberg, you know, you don't know what to do with, like, on... Give him $15 billion. Come on. So, like, with Musk, you know, the amount of, of money and stuff that he's investing in, in Vegas to put the the tunnels in. Right. Um, or the, the Boring Company, which is the dumbest name ever. It makes um, sense, but it's but a it sounds, terrible name. It's a, yeah. it's a double <laughs> meaning, yeah. Uh, of course he wants to get more people out here. So I could see him investing in that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just a crazy enough um, travel concept that because of what he's doing with the boring company, I could see him going, yeah, $15 billion to connect people from California to Vegas. Right. Let's rock and roll. Right. But they they still haven't addressed the issue of how you get from the station mm-hmm. that you land in to mm-hmm. actually Vegas. I, well, well uh, let's put it this way, Karen. If it dumps off at one of the boring spots, we're going to know exactly who the private right. flight the railroad was. <laughs> exactly. Sin City Alerts reports that casino security on the Strip responded to a welfare check during a bag check reports of a woman stuffing her mouth full of edibles. <laughs> the doorman says he was only checking for weapons. <laughs> I just love the idea of this lady shoving these in her mouth. Ma'am, ma'am, no, 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 I'm just looking for weapons. Wait, so there was a doorman at one of the casinos mm-hmm. that stopped somebody and wanted to check her bag? Yes. That's, that's not uncommon, depending on what time and when. Especially if it's one of those kind of bigger bags. Yeah. I could see her. I could see security wanting to. But, th- right. but or maybe that what maybe how great would it be if none of that was actually it and the woman was already high from her edibles and she thought that's what <laughs> security wanted. Right. So she thought she had to mow through all the rest <laughs> of the edibles. <laughs> When in reality, it was just a statue standing there. It wasn't even security. <laughs> well, and you, I mean, you wouldn't have to go to the hospital for that, right? Like, because what happens when you get. Can you overdose on edibles? <laughs> uh, see, anytime I end up taking too much, I just go to sleep. Now, I don't know if, that, if that's how it works for everybody else, but. Yeah, I've been, I've been messing with them a little bit to try to get to sleep, but I still don't like those. Yeah. I'm not having a lot of luck with them. Yeah. But. If you tried a fifth of bourbon, Karen, that really does it for me. Just <laughs> <laughs> right yeah, but the problem is waking up in the morning is a little rough. <laughs> right, right. The restaurant stack at Mirage has closed. Vital Vegas confirmed that apparently the restaurant closed with no fanfare in November of 2023, just before F1. No word what will replace it, but we did learn what Vital Vegas goes through all the time with not being credited by the RJ article as a source that broke the news first. So, for those that aren't reading between the lines, Mark was the first one to tweet about it. Vital Vegas retweeted, retweeted. commented it on it, I think it, he whatever. wrote a story in reference that we were the ones that tipped him off. Yeah, and then 
the, the next, the next day, day, the RJ wrote an article about it. Yeah. <laughs> now, mind you, again, it's the RJ. It, it, this closed back in November, so you think that they would be on top of? Right. No, they had to wait until, you know, somebody else. Would, and quite honestly, no offense, Mark, I don't think the RJ follows you. But they definitely saw it on Scott's post. Well, and so the then great they, thing about Scott is that I know he referenced me. So yeah. one way or another, it still fucks me. Right. I mean, not like I give a shit, but it, it's more amusing but to it, go, it really oh, my God, I got ignored by the RJ2. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> You've made it. Right. You've made it. <laughs> Speaking of Vital Vegas, Vital Vegas shared a 1,000-piece puzzle of the strip cartoonishly animated. The puzzle is roughly 19 inches by 26 inches and will cost you $26.99 and you can get it at, don't worry folks, um, we'll have a link to the blog so you can find it in the show notes, but it's dwaddlefolkart.com is how I choose to pronounce it. <laughs> it's easy for you to say. Yeah, I, 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 I want it, but for one, I don't think I could, I could actually complete a thousand piece puzzle. <laughs> um, and for two, I don't really have any place to put it. Like if you're not going to you're not going to shellac it and throw it in a frame or something like well, what's the effort for i didn't realize it was a puzzle when i first saw it and i tweeted out i'm like great you know mark's gonna want one it's adorable it looks like a video game cover <laughs> yeah but then he's like oh it's a puzzle i'm like oh all right i'm not worried you're not gonna get that that's fine nice <laughs> uh, this week saw some more f1 road work being done in an attempt to limit the impact of traffic work is being done in the early a.m hours Vital Vegas is reporting effective noon February 9th through noon Monday February 12th. There will be an additional $10 surcharge to cab rides in and around the tourist corridor, including the airport. And for those that aren't sports bar, yeah, you got to make sports make, ball followers. That's the Super that's Bowl. That's the weekend. weekend of the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I, I, who didn't see that coming? Which does it, okay? It drives me crazy money. around here. Like anybody that is is promoting an event or a watch party or something that weekend. They're legally not allowed to call it the Super Bowl. Unless they're they paying. They have to call it the big game. Unless they're paying for it. If they're paying for it. If they, they have to be like a sponsor. Right. Yeah. Well, they have to They have to pay to, to use the name as an official sponsor. It's crazy. Of, it's a Super Bowl. It's part of the vernacular. <laughs> no, it's not. It's part of their creative it's, license. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Sin City Alerts reports that casino security on the Strip were called to respond to a report of an intoxicated white male wearing a Buffalo Bills jersey walking around the sports book asking other men if they were circumcised. <laughs> What's a... Okay. That's such a random question. Right. <laughs> Vital Vegas is reporting that, according to sources, plans to finish the St. Regis Tower at Venetian are officially dead. For now, the structure will remain a building wrap. It's the nicest rap I've ever seen, so I'll at least give him that. Well, and it, it did, it, didn't it like like a corner of it ripped or something a few yeah, years after ago, like and they had to, years. right, and they, they had to go up and, and fix that. But yeah, it's still. I mean, you have to look closely to realize that's a wrap. Yeah, I don't understand why they just don't take it down. I mean, but I guess any investment in that costs know, more money to take yeah, it down than to just leave it. Just there. leave that wrap up there. Yeah. True. Yeah. It was confirmed this week that race times for twenty twenty four. No, is that right? Yeah, it was confirmed this week that race times for 2024 F1 will continue to be 10 p.m. November 23rd, despite hopes that it would be adjusted to cater to U.S. audiences. Just like the rodeo isn't for Vegas, it's for the people who enjoy that form of entertainment. 
F1 isn't for the U.S. It's for fans who mostly reside in Europe. But that's still like an ungodly early hour in Europe. Yeah, I, I agree. That's the argument that, that I keep hearing back is that it's Europe that they're going for. But I'm like, who the fuck gets up first thing in the morning? And like, oh, oh shit, the race is on. I was going to say, because London is what, eight hours, eight or nine hours ahead of us, nine, depending on the um, daylight savings. Right. So if it's eight hours, that would put it at 6 a.m. That's right. awful early to watch a, a race. But I guess they're used to going all over the world and watching sports at ridiculous hours of the night. LasVegasPins.com is another one of those brilliant ideas that you'll find yourself surprised wasn't already a thing in the market. Well, it is now. Thanks to LasVegasPins.com, we now have Disney-quality collectible enamel pins featuring iconic Vegas. The ever-expanding collection includes pins of Vegas Vic with a moving arm, Vegas Vicky with a kicking leg, the Tangiers, Fremont, Excalibur, Sands, and of course, the Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign. These are just some of the options available, starting as low as $8 a piece. 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price another 15 to 20%. New customers can use the promo code 360 to save one time 20%, and returning customers can use 360 Vegas for 15% off. Just go to lasvegaspins.com or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for lasvegaspins.com. Construction on the Mirage Volcano has begun to turn it into a block-long Paramount attraction for the Super Bowl. The attraction opens February 8th. The volcano is expected to return to operation in mid-February. I was just thrilled that they're going to return to operation. I figured that they would just tear it to shreds it and make with whatever the, they want with it, because who would yeah. care? But apparently they, they at least have some uh, some some affinity for it. the idea of building a mountain? As an attraction. Well, Paramount. Paramount well, I know, is the but sponsor. It's, stupid. it's Paramount's Mountain. It's stupid. As part of the continued renovation to the property, Vital Vegas shared that Rio is lowering the cost of its drinks by as much as $5 per drink at the resort bars. Nice. And they're they're just looking to draw people in there. I know, right? I don't know if it's gonna if it's gonna pull me towards it, but uh Good for, good for them. I'm loving the uh, exterior lighting they're doing. Uh, yeah. The they're doing. I it can't wait to see how they actually put it into, into and use. And I can't wait to see what the, the sign looks like. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. They're fixing that one out front, too. Yeah. Skyrocketing cost, or the skyrocketing cost of local calls, Wi-Fi, and gym equipment can be the only explanation for the resorts of MGM to once again raise their resort fees. Starting this week, it will now cost you an additional... $37 per night at Excalibur and Luxor, $42 per night at New York, New York, Nomad, and Park MGM, $45 per night at M- at Mandalay Bay, Delano, or I always do that, Delano, and MGM Grand, and $50 per night at Aria, Bellagio, and our beloved Cosmopolitan. So stupid. It is. $50 a night. That's fucking insane. For what? So dumb. It's, I mean, local calls. Hello. Yeah. Who uses a hotel right. phone anymore? It's Why do they even? Most of them, actually, a lot of them are taking them out. They don't even have them. Good. <laughs> it is interesting to look at the list, though. In, and I don't know if they truly value these properties in the the categories that they've. Oh, I think them they do. In. Yeah, I think they do. Um, so you would, but 
I've never stayed at Nomad. Would you folks consider Nomad to be on the same level that is a New York, New York or Park MGM? Well, I think they wanted it to be higher tier than that. They but wanted it's not. it to, and I think okay. I think splitting it up because if you notice, Mandalay Bay and Delano are in the, the same tier right. as well, and so I think okay. it, it, that has more to do with the overall property. Right. Okay. You know, yes, I mean they can adjust the room prices. If you go to Park MGM, but you stay in the in the Nomad Tower, you're going to pay more than if you, or in the Nomad Rooms, you're going to pay more than if you stayed in a regular room. Their floors. Whatever. Oh, okay. I guess I get it. I, I guess I see your point. I wasn't considering the fact that you're right. That you're talking about hotels within the hotel. Right. So. Um, no, hmm. I agree because I think Nomad is supposed to be a higher tier than Park MGM, and Delano is supposed sure. to be a higher tier than sure. Mandalay Bay, but. Right. When you're doing it at check-in, I, I mean, and quite honestly, I'm glad they're not doing different ones because for the staff, That's they're already going to have a hard time explaining it. You know, <laughs> sure. you've got a, a $45 resort fee, but then to say, oh, no, well, you have a, a 50 and the right. person next to you is 45 and they're like, what the hell? So it makes it easier on the staff. Yeah. I, I don't know that I would put uh, MGM Grand on the same level as Mandalay Bay and uh, the Delano. I would have put that down with uh, New York, New York, yeah. Nomad, and Park MGM. It's, so. it's still there. It's their brand, uh, their their signature brand. Yeah. So. I guess I get it, but if that following that logic, they should put it at the at the top with Cosmo. Frankly, I, I don't. I think I'm it's. A little f- I think it's funny that their their two top uh, or two of their three top properties they acquired. Hmm. Ari is the only one that they actually built. They bought Bellagio and they bought Cosmopolitan. So even even they consider, you know, pro- like their properties uh, aren't aren't uh, aren't aren't the yeah, highest. as good as what they're yeah, exactly. adding to the portfolio. Yep. The A's are attending a January twenty fourth public event to discuss the future of the team and the city. Melts Vegas reminds the A's that they. Las Vegas reminds us the A's still haven't released renderings for their proposed ballpark on the Strip, which is supposed to open in 2028, nor have they shared with us a ballpark financing strategy, nor is there a plan on where the A's will play in 2025 after their lease with the Coliseum in Oakland expires. It's all a cluster. It's It's so fucking dumb. Stupid. Let's move on. For those of you who are fans of such things, Vital Vegas shared that Downtown Grand installed new carpet this week. No doubt in response, response to our announcement that 360 Vegas Vacation 14 was featuring the property in June. As a reminder, we talked about before, 360 Vegas Vacation 14 is June 23rd through the 25th. It's the only explanation. I, I love that we're just going to randomly start plugging our own event in our own podcast when we're doing these new stories. Because if they didn't hear it at the front of the show, right. then they're definitely right. going to hear it. I'm know, told. It. I'm told. Repetition is key in advertising. <laughs> but Vegas is reporting that Koi at Planet Hollywood has closed this month, specifically January eighth. No word what will replace it, or if it spells doom for Strip House at the property, since they are owned by the same group. Oh, I hope not. I just went there for the first time. It was good. Yeah. Local businesses around the temporary bridge structure are claiming it's negatively impacting revenue and are calling for the removal of the F1 uh, bridge over Flamingo and Koval Lane be removed immediately. 
The city responded by announcing it will be removed by February 1st. Opinions regarding its value to drivers have been mixed. As somebody who's driven over that thing, it fucking sucks. Really? You didn't like it? Oh, my God, no. I've had some people say uh, that it's it's really, really convenient for them, and they're skipping all the normal traffic bullshit they got to deal with. I, I, well, that wasn't the case when I was on it. No. It was backed up. And people get confused because... So Flamingo, I did read that. People get confused Flamingo by it a lot. has three lanes. Mm-hmm. And so the, the two left lanes are the ones that go over the bridge. Okay. The right lane is the one that, that goes down to Koval. Mm-hmm. And so people panic and think, well, crap. You know, I either they wanted to exit and they got in the wrong spot or they didn't want to exit. Because you can still get right back on Flamingo. I mean, the same as going through an intersection, right? Mm-hmm. It takes you down to Koval and you can go straight through the light and, and go up there. It's... I, I get why they needed to do it for F1, you know, for the, the cars racing by. I get that, but it's stupid. The ordinance prohibiting lollygagging on pedestrian bridge. Let's try that again. You did so well, too. Like you nailed the lollygagging. Lollygagging, right? <laughs> <laughs> the ordinance prohibiting lollygagging on the pedestrian bridge. On pedestrian bridges. There should be an S there. Just totally just one. This up. Um, it went into effect this week. As a reminder, this does not mean that you cannot stop and take pictures anymore. It means that people can't solicit you to purchase their CDs and listen to their awful music around said areas. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically to prevent the panhandlers from sitting right. there. Yeah. It, it has been misreported in many, oh many publications. Yeah, it, all over the place. It's like, oh, it went into effect today. It's like Vegas won't let you take pictures anymore. I'm like, it's not what it's fucking for. Look, we will confirm that we're coming to the part the party pretty late on this one, but Summa Corp informed us that you can watch the entire series of the late seventies, early eighties TV show Vegas in HD on YouTube. All you need to do is search the word Vegas except instead of an S. Put a dollar sign in there. We'll also have a link to it on the blog. I love this, this fucking is Mark's show new obsession. so much. It's so fucking. It's it's. I mean, it, it's a stereotypical late seventies, early eighties TV show. It, it's it's got all the, you know, the 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 ditzy blonde. You know, it's got it's got all the uh, the the tropes in it. I mean, it, it's 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 a walking cliche, but it's fucking damn, it's fun. Like they, it's crystal clear. These people are filming on location in these casinos. They're making a point to not just show you the same places all the time. That that you'll now see, you know, in the background over in this location. Now you can Stardust over here, and it's it's. I, I cannot recommend it enough. Yeah, I still haven't seen an episode. That's good. No, yeah. and me either, Karen. But uh, Mark and I were texting about it uh, earlier today. And uh, I told, I said to Mark, well, thanks a lot, man. You've totally blown my weekend to hell <laughs> because now I'm just going to lay in bed and I'm going to let my muscles atrophy while I binge watch this, this show. There you go. You worked out twice today. You get to. Uh, That's right. That's right. <laughs> You've earned it. Well, no, 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 no. That was that was to, to work off the, the crazy no, it wasn't. dinner it was for you this, had Karen. last night. It was for this. <laughs> it was for, for binge-a-thon. Michael Mina's new Mediterranean restaurant has opened at Mandalay Bay. It will be open daily from 4.30 to 11 p.m. What's Mediterranean, Karen? Mediterranean? I mean, it's a lot of... That sounds delicious. It it really is. (laughs) Well, so the the LPM restaurant that opened in um, Cosmo is a French Mediterranean. So it has a lot of seafood. Think olives, olive oils, um, fresh veggies, 
I don't know what I mean. It, it, it spans a lot of things, but it's yeah, those, those are the things that pop into my head. Gotcha. Travel at Travel Ruby YT is reporting that when Heart Bar at Planet Hollywood reopens, it will be known as Glass Bar. Just stupid. You don't know yeah. that. It could be cool. It's a stupid name. Not if it's all made out of glass. Good they, made, they made the one chandelier good, bar. Good luck keeping that clean. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> they keep the chandelier they, bar clean. I'd imagine those, that would have been people impossible. People aren't touching those. All they got to do is dust them. They, imagine a glass table and they're coming over and serving cocktails and drinks on them that you know are going to get spilled. And you can't just wipe that up. You got to have glass cleaner to I clean just, it up. I feel like you're shitting on the theme before we've seen the theme. Yeah, I am. You're, you're right. I, I, you know, it's funny. We're, we stopped to talk about this one in particular. I had um, uh, texted my wife this particular uh, bit of trivia here, and I had told her, I said, you know, I sure hope that they keep the bar the same. It was such a beautiful, dark wood paneled bar with these really cool kind of neutral tones of of beige and burgundy and and browns uh for like the chairs and the mm-hmm. tables it was it was just a really nice kind of swanky place to sit i yeah. i felt chic when i sat there <laughs> and so i'll be interested to see what they're what they're doing to it i hope they haven't they don't change it uh, too much because karen you make an absolutely astute observation if it's going to be all glass and it's going to be i don't know there's something to me Too loud when i think gla- glass i think um like it, it uh almost miami vice 80 sort of look and feel uh, so if it's if it's trimmed with metal yes that would yes. be <laughs> yes that would be I, I know exactly what you're what you're Im- imagining this week golden gate the first hotel in las vegas celebrated its 118th anniversary in its honor the mayor declared 118 golden gate day whatever the hell that means <laughs> i never understand what those days mean like what do we like we, we don't get off work well, and it's usually <laughs> it's usually only to be a city holiday. <laughs> it's usually only for a day, right? No, I this mean it's your like day. One like, year. What does that mean? We can, it's we can not speed. Like, we it's, can do whatever we want. It's not like one eighteen is going to be a thing next year, right? Right. right. So it's only for this one day, this one year, right. and it's basically so they can they can have a little ceremony, and the mayor can get up and do a proclamation. I just think about all the plaque. money that that they waste. Like I imagine these these city meetings, like going, oh, and then we got to do the anniversary thing. Let's make it their day. Like going, how much paperwork does that require? Probably not a lot. <laughs> right. And probably lastly. not much at all. <laughs> At Sin City Alerts reports, casino security at a downtown resort responding to a male playing a slot machine while talking to himself and petting a wooden chicken. (laughs) Or in Vegas, a Tuesday. Right. (laughs) I don't understand why this... I mean, I guess it's He's petting a wooden chicken. That's that's the funny part. He's he's petting that chicken. Well, but at least he was still playing the slot machine. If he had just been sitting there talking to himself and petting the the wooden chicken, that would be a different story. Right. But he's playing the slot machine, so he's still giving revenue to the casino. So why are they harassing him? So so he didn't get kicked out. He was just simply asked if everything was fine. Right. Answer until you're out of money. Exactly. Are you okay, sir? Once you stop playing, then you got to go. You got to put the chicken outside. Exactly. can't do it. Oh some chicken pet and seat in area. I sure hope somebody walked <laughs> past him with some Kentucky fried chicken and looked at his chicken. <laughs> if that's next. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions.
Attractions, brought to you by Vegas.com, is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. Bush with Jerry Contrell and Candlebox are performing at Backed Theater Wednesday, September 11th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $65. Third Eye Blind with Yellow Card are performing at Fountain Blue Saturday, June 22nd, which is the day before 360 Vegas Vacation 14 starts. Let's put another plug in there. There you go. Show- oh, well done, Karen. <laughs> Shows start at 5 p.m. and tickets start at $70. 5 p.m., that's an early start time. Agreed. Yeah, I don't know if they're... If we, if we cared about those or... bands, we would be awake, you know, at that time. I know, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> our kind of time. <laughs> Tool is performing at T-Mobile Arena Sunday, February 18th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $95. Bruce Springsteen and the East Street Band are performing at T-Mobile Arena Friday, March 22nd. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. and tickets start at $155. Cypress Hill is performing at the Brooklyn Bowl Friday, May 3rd. Show starts at 6.30 p.m. and tickets start at $81. Nicki Minaj is performing at the T-Mobile Arena Friday, March 8th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $111. So, I question, kids. Um, you're more into the music scene than, than old man <laughs> Snyder is here. I see um, someone like, say, Bruce Springsteen playing at T-Mobile Arena, and I see Nicki Minaj playing at T-Mobile Arena, and that seems to me like a logical, like, I I could see Bruce Springsteen filling T-Mobile, and I could see Nicki Minaj filling T-Mobile. Then I come to this group, am I just, like, the square guy that has no clue who Tool is that could fill (laughs) T-Mobile Arena? I, they're an experimental yes, progressive rock band, so it, it's it's not. They're I, I would say they're they're popular. I wouldn't call them mainstream. So so I agree with you, Tony. Yes, you are old and you're just out of it. That's fine. <laughs> um, but I was surprised when I saw that they were playing T-Mobile. I could have seen them playing at Brooklyn Bowl or, or some of the other. Not venues. Tool, no way. I, that I mean, that's just me. But I mean, good on them if they can if they could do it and they can sell it. Knock yourself out. Yeah. Buster, Buster Ryan. Buster Ryan. Oh, oh, no, that's me. That's you. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, well, because I thought it's really funny. Mark is giving me all of the people that I would usually go see in concert, like Bush and <laughs> Candlebox <laughs> and Tool. And now Buster Rhymes is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. Tuesday, March 19th. Show starts at 7 p.m. and tickets start at $105. And lastly, Juvenile is performing at the Brooklyn Bowl Saturday, February 17th. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. and tickets start at $68. Don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists that we report on on Coming Attractions, which is on the blog. Well, all right, I think that's going to do it for episode number 472. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, please send it to Mark. His email address is 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360vegas Tony. Karen. I'm at 360vegas Karen. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. (laughs) 